This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And uh, happy hump day and Lori and the Julia show on my talk 107 on everything entertainment and, and hello this is on everything entertainment. Lori is back after well you can tell us. Oh, what I was felled by a shingle shot. What the hell? I mean, yeah. you know. Geez, I can't believe it. I looked up the symptoms. Yes. You know, I thought, am I am I making this up to I possibly no. have the flu? Well, because you felt like you had a fever. Do we have for for twenty four hours? I had a headache and body aches, and yes, that can be in extreme cases. If you have a reaction, that's what happens. And apparently, I can't. I I, I just yeah. I've never been allergic to. I've never had a reaction to. I've never even gotten like sick. You know, some people get from, sick from the flu shot. Right. Yeah. Didn't that happen to you? One I year? got sick one year, but but yeah. So. You did. You got sick, and that's like an unusual reaction. Yeah. I mean, most people don't. So. Anyway, I listened to the first 15 minutes of you and Bradley, and I was laughing, and then I was home, mm-hmm. and then I went to bed, so that was like, you know, 3.15, and I got up to eat an apple and have some water, and then I was in bed till 7 this morning, and oh, I woke nice up, though. and my headache was gone. Oh, good. And my body hurt from just laying in bed. <laughs> yeah, As can it you does. imagine yeah. how that yeah. would just Oh, hurt? and I read um, Debbie, Debbie Moore. Moore, Inside Out, her memoir. I read it in... I read it yesterday afternoon. Because it's, it's, not, it's not that, that big. big. 275. Okay, so, so what did you think when it you were all done? It was so good. good. It was so... She, her story is incredible. Her parent. I mean, the book is a lot about forgiveness and uh, her family. She doesn't talk about any of her plastic surgery because that would have felt probably vain because in this book she's talking about eating disorders right alcoholism her own addictions to both cocaine and alcohol mm-hmm. or her things that she did that were done with men that she kind of all goes back to you know her parents had a very they were teenage parents very dysfunctional relationship they moved all the time mm-hmm. and when she was 15 Yes, this guy who, uh, she names him in the book, he owned this place called, can't remember what it was, Maximo, something in L.A. that was kind of trendy, and she was 15, and her mom loved going out with Demi when she turned 15, because A, she'd let Demi drive them home after they were drinking in a bar, and because her mom was 34... And she was 15, Demi kind of acted as a magnet because people thought they were sisters. Sure, of course. And her mom introduced her to this guy, and he ended up, she ended up having sex with him, but it took her years later to realize that she 
felt like she had to have sex with him. And he said to her the next day, how did it feel to be whored out by your mother for $500? So everything she's writing about is really like trying to figure out who that made her, who she is today. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Ashton had the reaction that he did because they apparently still work on some philanthropic philanthropic thing called Thorn. And she doesn't... She says she you takes know, the blame. Yeah, she said I became addicted to him in a way that wasn't right either. Mm-hmm. And so it was just it was really I mean, I think she's going to help like a lot of women and the shame of having a mom who loves you but doesn't love you, doesn't care for you the way a kid needs to be treated mm-hmm. is something that a lot of people don't admit mm-hmm. to themselves, to anybody ever. Because our instinct is to love our parents and make whatever allowances we have because they're our mom and dad, right. you know, if we or whoever is that mom and dad. So uh, it was I thought that was really poignant, too. And then, you know, she was with she cut off contact with her mom for eight years. And then one of her aunties got in touch with her and said, your mom is dying of cancer. So Demi reconciled with her, brought the three granddaughters. Yep. She'd only met Rumor, and the last time she saw Rumor, she was two. But she said, my not talking to my mom for eight years, and even though I was with her for the last four months of her life, allowed showed my daughters when they didn't talk to me for three years. They'd already seen an example of that. Okay. So it's really, it, it's really like she's dealing soul with... Soul-searching, too, though. Soul-searching, very yeah. much. And so whatever, you know, she's done... Maybe that comes in another book. Maybe right. it doesn't. But uh, it was a really, I, I really felt for her and how she was vilified after the the cover of Annie Leibovitz, pregnant. But she said that was the thing she was most proud of because it completely changed the conversation and gave permission to women who are pregnant to show to off their beautiful. belly bumps. Yes. To show off their bellies, to show off their mm-hmm. body and feel beautiful. Because other up till that point, up till that Vanity Fair cover, which was at 91. Mm-hmm. She said it was like, you, you know, we were in pinafores and frocks. Mm-hmm. And the, you're right. The the clothing did change later. But um, yeah, the body it yeah. became like this thing. So anyway, I really, I really rec- and it's recommend it's not that long. That. No, it was, it was like, like 275 a, pages. Yeah. And she just it's a lot of soul searching, but it's real. Very much. She takes accountability. Um and she and Bruce did the conscious uncoupling way uh-huh. before Gwyneth did right. with Chris Martin. Right. And that was something that they both agreed on. And she said they broke up because basically he wanted a wife at home not making movies. Oh, and that's mm-hmm. when she went back and did G.I. Jane. Because mm-hmm. that was like her Not big- his favorite period because A, she shaved her head and she was very bulked up. Oh, yeah. And oh, she worked yeah. out all the time. Yeah. Right. And she said that movie got a bad rap. The critics didn't like it, but I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, she thinks it holds up too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun! All right. Did you go see a movie? I did. I um, I saw the Joker, which is just Joker. Joker, yeah. Joker. I saw Joker last night with my son. Mm -hmm. Um, we went to Alamo Draft House. I've never been to one of those before. Oh, the one in Woodbury. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Um. The movie, you know, I was so thinking it was going to be the most awful thing ever. Mm-hmm. You 
know, I thought it gave a good, I, I, Joaquin was amazing. It didn't bug me. Mm-hmm. It didn't bug me. It wasn't nearly as violent as I thought it would be. Nothing in it really, I felt like I was going to be the worst, worst, worst of everything. It wasn't. I give it a good B. Okay. It wasn't bad. And I thought that, um. That's a ringing endorsement. It wasn't <laughs> bad, but it was so hyped. It was so, so hyped. hyped. Yeah. And my son really liked it. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess I think most of the people in the theater liked it. I my brother really liked it. I he saw it yesterday. I thought it was yeah. a B, Lori. Yeah. That's not bad. All right. So and B I think is for that's not bad. Yeah. And I didn't even say it was twenty minutes too long. Right. Um, because shocked. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Was it twenty minutes too long? I didn't think so. Okay. It didn't. I thought it was good. And you think Joaquin's going to get nominated? Oh, for sure, for sure. So I've done our homework for that one. I'm all set to go. Yeah. I'm all set to go on that one. All right, very good. Yes, very good. All right, if you want to see a great fall outfit, if you're needing inspiration on how we're going to go from fall to winter, uh, we give you Duchess Kate. Donnie mm-hmm. posted a photo mm-hmm. of her. She's wearing some green culottes and a black turtleneck that is to die for. Oh, okay. I can't believe it. You're going to wear turtlenecks. I know. So cute with Beyond. these culotte pants. Really, really. And we oh, are going to need the transition. Yes, Julia. So, by this weekend. By this weekend, <laughs> yes. is that right? Oh. Saturday morning yeah. is when it's supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, no. It is. Could, there's a yeah. major storm happening right now where my, in Bozeman. Yeah. On, our, on its way here. Very, very nice. I know. Cheers. Because today's about the most beautiful day yeah. ever. It's Lizzo Day. I know. It's Lizzo Day. Lizzo, she's excited for If you're us. listening, Lizzo, we love you. We tried to make Boys be the song of the summer of 2018, but... People we were did. slow to catch on. They were, but we also have a player of um, of our body perk nipple enhancer. Number one. Six right now, right? Six yeah. weeks. Six Ring weeks. I'm a bingo. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know the words <laughs> at all. all. Right. I put the C in single. Okay, so. The C in single? The C in single. That's the lyric. I put the C in single. Get it? Because you say single. Yeah. It's like a C. Get it? God, I can't oh, believe no. I got to explain that to <sighs> well, you. you know. What have you been singing? That's one of the best I lines. Never, it leads into the Minnesota Lori, Vikings. I, the, I don't know the words. I make a... Uh-oh. <laughs> I need to stop you right now because we need to get to the sleepiness known as AMSR, which is the softly spoken or whispering voices. Tara's. Of course we could. Well, Julia, we had on GMA this morning the rise of the ASR, ASMR boyfriend. AMSR. Huh? AMSR. Uh, Donnie, I believe you were wrong. It is ASMR, Audio Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. You were wrong. I am. You are. So I just had to, I believe you've been correcting me about calling it AMSR and it's ASMR. That's the first time I've corrected you. So the rise of the uh, ASMR boyfriend on GMA. Okay. 17-year-old Owen Dennis Riley looks like the perfect boyfriend who says all the right things. Um, Is anything else bothering you? But Owen isn't anyone's boyfriend. He just plays one on YouTube. His channel, which has over half a million subscribers, is Dennis ASMR, part of a growing trend of videos known as ASMR Boyfriend Roleplay. 
Owen is using the Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, or ASMR, where certain audiovisuals can cause some people to experience a tingling, static-like sensation on the skin. Those people say the experience is relaxing or sleep-inducing. And then add in some soothing words from a virtual partner, like Owen in this video called Boyfriend Sings You to Sleep. I felt it from the first embrace I shared with you. A lot of people find it difficult to get sleep sometimes, and so my videos kind of work as a sound machine for the people that struggle with sleeping. Lori, okay. we have a new job because he can't, I could tell he couldn't hold a cue, a sound, you know? Well, here's, so it's, you can, it's a whispering right. voice, or it's a soft voice, but we could sing. or you can turn a book. You can just turn right. a page the of page. a book, and then, of course, there's the tapping nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, on a th- going up and down, right. or, you know, wrinkling up paper. Right. Or um, there's also where you can do it with your hands, but, of course, on the video boyfriend putting you to sleep. Donnie, I knew would be rolling his eyes when I <laughs> sent it this sorry. morning. <laughs> but we've been talking yes, about it. Yes, we have. So let's play the second card. Okay, here we go. The videos are made in this makeshift studio under Owen's bunk bed. With the blessing of his parents... We're always going through the comments looking to see because it is scary for us. Our kid is out there and who knows what in the world that we live in. So I go through the comments and I'm looking, but for the most part, they seem to be a great community. But some experts warn this type of role playing can be problematic. There's no data to suggest that what he's doing is effective in any way and or conducive to sleep. He does hit on on the whispering. He does uh, integrate brushes and, and other sounds throughout his videos, but he also has a lot of distracting content that would potentially counterbalance, uh, again, what we're going for with the ASMR, which is to soothe the senses, calm you down, not be excitatory, not be stimulating in any way. Especially when the role play can be intense, like this video called Jealous Boyfriend Role Play. He's really, again, perpetuating this message that you need someone to take care of you. Um, in order to self-soothe. And that's not accurate. Um, In fact, it's very problematic, especially if you're reaching, I think, a younger audience who maybe doesn't have uh, realistic expectations uh, for relationships or just haven't had them. Well, my videos aren't saying that every relationship is perfect, and I'm not trying to be unrealistic with it. I'm just trying to take the positive elements from that and put it up there. Okay, wait a minute. How old is he? 17. 17, and so he does that. And whispering is effective for 75% of people. That's the number one trigger. The other ones can be that happens to like when you're at the hair salon mm-hmm. and someone is just sort of taking their fingers and they're sort of pulling, you know, how they on might do hair? it on, on your hair a little bit mm-hmm. or they're drying it or you, mm-hmm. you, there's sometimes when people do your nails. Mm-hmm. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You feel the same way, so, you know. I always like it when someone does that at the end of a blow and they just kind of... Yeah, kind of tweak it and kind of pressure it. point it almost like... Yeah, push, yeah. Yeah, it feels or, very good. Well, I think why it's catching on so much is there's so much distraction out there and everything and everything people have a hard time shutting down yes they do Lori. yes they do (laughs) (sighs) did we say amsri that we've got our tickets for sale right now did we even talk about that because the benefits of art looking at art with us the benefits of art are extremely soothing And it makes your left side of your brain and your right side of your brain work together. And there's huge benefits of going to museums, looking at art, doing art as well. It's a distressor. So we've got tickets available. Go to my talk keyword. What, Danny? Masterpiece. 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 Because it's um, Friday night, October 25th. Those tickets are on sale. We have both VIP and general admission. Well, don't people always try sometimes to calm kids down if they've been real rowdy? They've been playing rowdy. Maybe it's been a rainy day and they've been taught, you know, and one of the ways to get kids to settle down will give them a little set up an art project. Well, doing that, to, yeah. Uh, I know. mean, maybe yes. you've let them tumble let's around color, your house. Let's, color. And it's one of the ways to yes, get kids yeah. to mm-hmm. settle down. Uh, well, I would agree with that. I mean, I've just seen... Coloring, and you know, coloring came in vogue. All the adult coloring books, what, about five years ago mm-hmm. now? And just different ways to calm the mind. Yeah, because we're so overloaded. Nothing, everything, everything. is just... Uh, Doom and gloom. Did you do the uh, study of Doug yesterday about how uh, modern day patience level is at yes, all time low? all time low. Because yeah. if, a, if a, a page on the internet doesn't load in 17 seconds, we've had it. Come on! That's too slow. Yeah, if other <laughs> things don't happen, we've had it. I made it. Hollywood speak yesterday was a flat out disaster. Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I bet it was funny. But it came to the point where Matt Belanger, who so Bradley said Did you first, get his name right? Belanger? Belanger. Belanger, I did. He... I've, he, he spelled phonetically. it phonetically for me. And he said at one point when we're playing it, this is a bad game, <laughs> Hollywood speak. I couldn't stop laughing. Though. I didn't oh, yeah. talk for most of it. Oh, my gosh. It well, was you just, know what? I thought of, funny. another ASMR that gets me is having my ears lavaged. Have you done it? No, they're still it's plugged. I got them plugged for Lizzo. I've got them good and plugged, but when they get lavage and that water going in the ear, mm-hmm. it gives me a brain tingle. I uh, believe. By that. the way, it's a lot of calls and emails. Yeah, it's Lizzo puts the sing in single, not the C That's in what single. I, I know, Lori. I, I don't get the C. I always single. say the C in no, single. No, it's, it's sing. sing. I'm like, what does the C mean? Well, she holds like, that note, and it sounds like a damn C. I like. I like. Self-expression, but I've learned a lesson that's stressing and obsessing about somebody else's no fun. And snakes and stones never broke my bones. So Let's take a look at the forecast. Uh, it's going to be cloudy tonight with a chance of showers, and 54 will be the overnight low. Tomorrow, 
Uh, looks like it's going to be a, a rainy day tomorrow. Chance of showers and right around 64 will be your high. And then things really start to change on Friday. But we don't want to talk about that right now. We want to mention that it's a very lovely 73 right now in my talk. It's so gorgeous out today. People yeah. go take off the rest of the day because we might not have good weather for a while. Uh, uh, it's all right. Fun fact, there is not a song lyric that we won't get wrong between the two of us. And uh, the C in single is not C, it's sing in single. Sing, well, sing, and you're, I always just go, she put the C, I put the C. <laughs> and I hold it and I'm going, that is a long note to sing. C. And, and you're looking at me, get it, Julia, get it? And I'm like, no. And you're like, single? C? Yeah, it make a lot of sense. But it's sing, it sounds like she's just holding the C note. But you like, there was this inside track on it, and I'm like, I don't get it. It Only starts because with an S. All the, the, the teen <laughs> girls I know, like the three that I know, I text them, are you keeping the C in single? And they always write back, we are keeping the C in single, so... They got it. They knew I was referencing Lizzo. Okay. So anyway, it made sense to me in the At teenagers. The time. It's I'm still gonna sing C. Okay. She <laughs> drops the G. Well, I don't know saying. about that. Oh my gosh! So Lizzo's tonight. So <laughs> yeah. our, Hannah, our millennial, um, is like I hope the butt that was at the VMAs. Wherever oh, it was, it you was know, made here in Minnesota. That was made here, the big butt I balloon. I bet it's part of her. Um, I hope it comes with her to the armory. Mm-hmm. We've never been to the armory. I'm super excited about going there tonight. Yeah, and super excited Lizzo isn't doing a Thursday-Friday thing because tomorrow is going to be crazy downtown. With the rally. With the rally, and then there's going to be protests, and then there's things going on. At mean Girls is going on. First half. I mean, yep. there's things oh, that are still so happening, yeah. but I mean, if you don't have to work downtown tomorrow, I bet your nice bosses are letting you have the day off to work from work from work home. from home. Plus, because they have to reroute traffic. And sure. Plus, there is construction. Have you been downtown lately? There's always construction. Yes, but I, I mean, they. But it's like it's really in the heart of things. Oh, is what I it's noticed when I was down there this past weekend. I haven't been down there in a minute. Yeah. Yes, it's, we'll see. They're putting in maybe pipes or something, sewer or water pipes. Yeah, so they have big swatches of road that just are open. I feel like... Um, swatches swatches feel of road. Swats. That has been happening for a while. I'm, I'm calling like, it swatches okay. of road, Donnie, like swatches of fabric. <laughs> Let me have my road no kidding. term. <laughs> I like, I, and I quite frankly like it. Thank you. I like mm-hmm. swatches. swatches. I do road. too. All right. All right. Well, okay. Dirty. So we've got to get to this story, uh, Matt. I feel dirty even before we. You're going to need a shower it. because this Everyone's is just going so to. upsetting. So Variety uh, magazine um, somehow got no. They were they were given the Ronan Farrow catch and kill. Maybe they had a. a exclusive on it to be able to excerpt from the okay. book and we wondered yesterday even though i wasn't on but i remember you and i talking about it before you sent me home um appropriately appropriately uh i Two said minutes before the show why would matt lauer do these tiktok videos with his daughter he must really be worried about what's coming out in ronan farrell's catch and kill yeah. book because it made no sense. And TikToks been, are like the new teenage Vine videos. They're like short videos. Yeah, but everyone's doing them. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, because um, it's been literal, he's gone radio silence, right. which is the way, way to do it, you know. So, um, a- after he got fired from NBC, so I, I thought something 
really bad must be in this book for him to do these TikTok videos. Mm. Um, Looking so, so silly. So here's the Today Show reporting on Ronan Farrell's book, which uh, does uh, give us some explosive information about how NBC News handled this. Here for, we go. For, for parents who have kids in the car, this, yeah. is, this is pretty... Graphic. Graphic stuff. So okay. we just wanted to warn parents about okay. this. All right, here we go. First time, we're hearing from the woman whose complaint led to Matt Lauer's firing. The former NBC News employee, whose identity has been kept anonymous by NBC News at her request, is now speaking out publicly. The woman, Brooke Nevels, sat down with Ronan Farrow for his new book, Catch and Kill. NBC News has not obtained a copy of the book, but Variety did, and released details of her interview overnight. In the book, Nevels alleges Lauer raped her in his hotel room at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. According to her account, she had been drinking heavily and went back to his room twice, once to retrieve her press credentials, which she says Lauer had taken as a joke, and a second time after he invited her back, because as Pharaoh writes, she had no reason to suspect Lauer would be anything but friendly based on prior experience. Once she was in his hotel room, Neville's alleges Lauer pushed her against the door and kissed her, before pushing her onto the bed, flipping her over, asking if she liked anal sex. Pharaoh writes, she said that she declined several times. According to Neville's, she was in the midst of telling him she wasn't interested again when he just did it. Neville's saying it was painful and that she wept silently into a pillow while it happened. Adding, when Lauer asked if she liked it, she said yes. Neville's also telling Pharaoh, it was non-consensual in the sense that I was too drunk to consent. Adding, it was non-consensual in that I said multiple times that I didn't want to have anal sex. Okay, so, I mean, and the story goes in to great detail. It goes into detail that, you know, Lots and lots of people knew at the Winter Olympics that that uh, Matt Lauer was constantly like trying to find women. She said he took her press pass. She and Meredith and Matt were in the bar. He took her press pass. She went back up to his room. The point being, if you've had six shots of vodka, you're wasted. Yeah, and you cannot be you. You can't give consent because you're just a wasted person right that is very vulnerable right and i just don't even anyway so here's they give the story and they reported i will say this andy lack nbc news president who knew about this and the other guy um can't think of his name they put out a very turn stern statement they covered this in greater detail than cbs and abc and um Here's Savannah and Hoda. Oh, there's there's a second part to that. Okay, all right, let's play the next one. Back in New York, according to Variety, Nevels told Pharaoh she had more sexual encounters with Lauer, saying she was terrified about the control he had over her career. Sources close to Lauer emphasized that she sometimes initiated contact, Pharaoh writes. Nevels, who had been working for former Today co-anchor Meredith Vieira at the Olympics in Sochi, eventually told Vieira in 2017, several years after the Games, what had happened, according to the book. Vieira urged her to go to NBC Universal's Human Resources Department with a lawyer, which she did. The day after that meeting, Lauer was terminated by NBC for inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace. 
Though Neville's had not wanted money, Farrow writes she went on medical leave in 2018 and was eventually paid seven figures by NBC. NBC News reached out to Matt Lauer for comment. And this morning, he has released a letter addressing the assault allegation, saying it is categorically false, ignores the facts, and defies common sense. We will put his entire response up on our website today.com. Meanwhile, NBC News is also responding this morning, saying Matt Lauer's conduct was appalling, horrific, and reprehensible, as we said at the time. That's why he was fired within 24 hours of us first learning of the complaint. Our hearts break again for our colleague. And the the problem that NBC and the reason why they took action is she went with a lawyer. She took yep. Meredith's advice yep. because as anyone who's watched that Netflix show, Unbelievable, mm-hmm. you're never believed. And yes. especially if you were drunk and then you went back and you did have then consensual sex with him, even though that first one wasn't. It's like the girl in Unbelievable. Why did she? I remember I kept yelling at the TV. Tell him about taking the picture with your ID because right, she only right, told right. that detail once. Mm-hmm. But but it, it, the trauma of it, mm-hmm. it goes out of your mind and all of that. Yep, and, yep. and also, um, so she went to two different people that were in authority after the Sochi Olympics to say, you know, I'm nervous about this. Right. And they didn't do anything about right. it, but she didn't have a lawyer. So it was it. easy for them to, well, you know, if you want to push this up the thing, you know, you might lose your job right. and, you know, you want to be, you know, oh, you really like this. You're a new, because uh, she was like 21. She was Meredith's producer. Meredith's assistant. Assistant. Meredith's assistant. assistant. Yep. So uh, let's play Savannah and Hoda then have to react to oh, this I story. Know. Here we go. I feel like we owe it to our viewers to, to pause for a moment. Um, you know, this is shocking mm-hmm. and appalling and, um, I honestly don't even know what to say mm-hmm. about it. I want to say that we, um, I know it wasn't easy for our colleague, Brooke, to come mm-hmm. forward then. It's not easy now. Mm-hmm. And we support her and any women who have come forward with claims. And it's just very painful for all of us at NBC and who are at the Today Show. And, um, you know, it's very, very, very difficult. Um, I'm looking at you and I'm having a weird moment that we were sitting here just like this two years ago and I think it's it's like you feel like you've known someone for 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 12 years and I don't know if you guys have ever felt like that you know someone you know them you feel like you know them inside and out and then all of a sudden like a door opens up and it's a part of them you didn't know and we don't know all the facts in all of this but there are not allegations of an affair there are allegations of a crime and um, I think that's shocking to all of us here who've sat with Matt for many, many years. So um, I think we're going to just sort of continue to process this part of, of this horrific story. And as you said, you know, our thoughts are, are, are with Brooke. It's not easy what she did to come forward. And it's not easy because she's admitting to Continuing. having, yeah, to, right. having some consensual, but yeah. she's admitting stuff that she you would be that. I mean, even all of it is believable. That's the mm-hmm. point of it. And Matt Lauer issues a 1400 word letter. And here's that. This is what really and, and Ann Curry has stepped up and said uh, she believes that Ann Neville's is or that Brooke Neville's is telling the truth. Who knows what Matt Lauer was saying right before he and Ann Curry went on the air? Maybe that's why she was so jumpy, right? You know. But here's what he says in this letter. Um, 
Anyone who knows you will tell you I'm a very private person. I had no desire to write this, but I had no choice. For two years, the women with whom I had extramarital relationships, women, notice that plural, Mm -hmm. relationships, plural, have abandoned shared responsibility, instead shield themselves from blame behind false allegations. They've avoided having to look a boyfriend, husband, or child in the eye and say, I cheated. They've done enormous damage in the process, and I will no longer provide them the shelter of my silence. I will just say this, for that premise of Matt Lauer's to work, that means women would have to be more embarrassed to admit they've cheated than sodomized against their will. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I mean? And yeah. then saying, and then I went back. Because there are women that probably he did have affairs with, but I guess the other... The other story that's coming out in his book, Ronan mm-hmm. Farrow, is that the reason why NBC, they knew they had a hot potato with Matt, um, Lauer. Matt Lauer. Did nothing about it. Did nothing about it because Harvey Weinstein got word. And he, that's how, why Ronan Farrow's story about Harvey Weinstein got squashed by NBC News uh-huh. in August mm-hmm. of twenty six or 2017. Because Harvey Weinstein was trying to blackmail Andy Lack, the chairman of yep. uh, NBC News and MSNBC. I don't know how that guy keeps his job by the end I of the week. I don't either. I, I really don't. So that's how he was able to keep NBC yep. fr- from sitting on that story. It's just so it, all these unbelievable stories are believable for the for that fact. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just found it. And for him to go on and he never... He doesn't, I mean, he goes into graphic details about what he and this Brooke did that night. Okay, but you're a grown-ass man. You've been around women. What grown-up, decent man has sex with somebody who's had six shots and maybe three drinks? You're a puddle. You're not even, you're just like, I mean, you know, it's unthinkable. Mm -hmm. And he goes in great details about what they did. I mean, Matt, he... He should have been quiet. Uh, he, he, well, I mean, and he doesn't, he has no problem admitting that he is a cheating piece yes, of trash. But not, you know, it's just a very long 1,400 words, which I mean, he is out of a job. Right. <laughs> He's he got is. the time. He does. But I mean, it just explains... Oh, Thank goodness for Ronan Farrell. And I mean, investigative journalists is what I will say. Yeah, but this has got to be like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, this is his sister and, you know, mm-hmm. Woody Allen, that he's, you know, being the, you know, Woodward and the Bernstein be of the Me Too. Yeah. You know, so anyway, that's also why Matt Lauer uh, retained that law firm last week. Oh, the yes, cra- they hel- yeah. helped him with his 1400 oh, page missive. They probably wrote it. But um, no, yeah. he's a writer. He knows how to do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, we come back. Uh, we have some music news for y'all, and we might have some tickets to give away. Oh, you got me going now. Just like a new you Shake it up, baby. Happy birthday, John Lennon. How old would he have been today? 79. 79. Wow. 79. Yeah. That song, Twist and Shout, remake of an Isley Brothers song, that was recorded 
pretty much at the end of a very long day's recording, and his voice was already in bad shape. Yeah. And they didn't think he could do it, and he just ripped through Twist and Shout. You thought his vocal cords were going to fall apart. Oh, wow. That is a great version of that song. Lori is wearing a bodysuit to Lizzo. I'm wearing a bodysuit to Lizzo. Lizzo. I should wear the nipples. Yes, I've got them. I'm going to wear them. Yes, I brought extra pairs. Is there something wrong with a bodysuit? No, No, just I haven't worn worn a bodysuit in in a while. And I thought it's for Lizzo. I'm wearing a bodysuit. People are going to be decked out for Lizzo. You know they are. Are you kidding me? I can't wait to see what my Deborah wears. Yeah, it's 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 going to be. I'm going to say it's going to be a. 75% 75% women. At, yes. And then um, 20% gay boys and men. And then there's going to be a, some dates. Well, no, Smart. I've got one of my son's friends. He's got a bunch of buddies that are gone. Okay. Yeah. All so right. But she, I still yeah. think, like, guys, if are they're going to this concert, they're very smart to be going to this concert because it's going to be heavily a lot of women. I, yeah. I, I was trying to Pretty think of women. what yeah. Prince song <laughs> she'll sing. Maybe the beautiful one, and she'll get out her flute. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Love to hear her play. Would you like yes, that? I would like, I would like that. Laurie, I don't even know what song that is, but I'm like, sure, I'll love it. Oh, I, you, I know it when I hear if it. If you heard you know. it, yeah, I, I would bet that I, I would bet that you have this downloaded on... I'm sure I do. It would be on a sexy track. I think you're right, probably. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you label. I'm the beautiful one. I'm sure I changed the, the lyrics. Beautiful oh. The beautiful ones. The beautiful ones. These two are the beautiful ones. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. But his least favorite song is the one he knocked off of Elvis. John, this is just John Lennon. Uh, it, I I don't even know if I know this song. I don't either. Daddy life. has it though. Yeah. All right, all right. Now, let's play let's it. See if you let's see if we know one. it. Here we go. Well, I'd rather see a dead little girl than to be with another man. Oh yeah, I hate this song. Yeah, I hate that line. Stop it. It's a terrible line. I'd rather yeah. see you dead, little girl, than be with another man. Yeah, that's uh, that is a bad. Li- but I've never liked that song, it's and I've run never for your life. It was on Rubber Soul. I never yes. noticed and, that uh, lyric until just now. Well, we- I guess he said he kind of borrowed it from an Elvis Presley song. Which one? Baby, let's play house. I don't it's know. in the story there. Yeah, I don't let's... know that song. I'd yeah. like to know that song. Yeah. We will another day. Let's sure. play yeah, Guess I will the remember Celebrity Voice. We'll okay. play Guess the Celebrity Voice to win okay. tickets to Sarah Bareilles. The number to call 651-641-1071. Lori, yesterday we had one so hard. Oh, geez. It well, took a lot of phone calls. So here did. we go. Whoops. <laughs> well, name that song. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. What the heck was I doing there? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think we know who that voice is. Oh, I see what I did. Okay, here we go. Oh, come on. Go away, Spotify. Here is your celeb voice at long last. See, Jennifer, she was like, this is awesome. But like 120 shows in, she's like, it's it's exhausting. You know? Right, yeah. And she literally like would skid across the, the whole stage on her knees. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you're going to ruin your legs. I Any think thoughts? I know who that is. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Um, Rihanna, you know, she's on the cover of Vogue magazine. She looks I don't know gorgeous. If you saw. We posted that on the Lori oh. and Julia show page. Where are we going to get a tool cape with a hood like that? I've got to it get one. It seems so impractical for Minnesota in the winter. I know, but isn't it just like it's a you know, to die for a coat? Yes. But she uh, is, uh, the, it's the November issue, and she's... She, the ninth album is coming. Just stay tuned. It might have some reggae. It's going to be called R9 because it's her ninth album. And R is she just the first R for Rihanna. And uh, it, it, 
Vogue asked her, is it true? I guess, yeah, I don't know if this is Vogue or her Q&A with Anna, 73 questions. But if it's true, she turned down the Super Bowl in 2018 in solidarity. And she said, absolutely. I couldn't dare do that. For what? Who gains from that? Not my people. I just couldn't be a sellout. I couldn't be an enabler. There's things within that organization I do not agree with at all. And I was not to go about to go and be of service to them in any way. I love it. See, Rihanna mm-hmm. has bleep you money. She, well, yes, I she like does. that about her. But and remember, she's dating, you, but, you don't get paid for the Super Bowl. You no, just but, get downloads. You sell music and exposure is unbelievable. But she, again, she doesn't want to be a part care. of that. I loved it. I couldn't be a sellout. Mm-hmm. I love it. So we uh, like that. And she's been in. She said, "I'm in an exclusive relationship for quite some time." So the hot, the hot guy from Saudi Arabia. I can't think of his name right now. Saudi has Hassan Jamil. Yeah, he's Since so October beautiful. Got Oh, do oh. we? Yeah, right off the bat, I got a winner. So, real, just so here's a little bit of the voice. Hey, Jennifer, she was like, "This is awesome," but like 120 shows in, she's like, "It's it's exhausting." All right, Jean, who is that? Uh, that's Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Oh, I thought Reese Witherspoon. I was totally off. That's a good one. That was good. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Do you like um, Sarah Bareilles? Yeah, I do. Cool. Are you going to Lizzo tonight? I'm not. I'm really bummed. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Did you think the lyric was you put the C in single or did you know it was sing and single? Uh, I think I knew she was singing that. Oh, okay. oh you did? No? Jeez. Sorry. Yeah. It's the wax. Right. I'm going to blame it on the wax. Lori's going to blame it on the wax. I'm going to blame it on my Perfect. ear wax. Um, Thank you, Jean. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. You're Thank welcome. You. Have fun. When we come back, you Truth got- hurts and so does ear wax. <laughs> It doesn't hurt you. It's perfect. You get to hear what you want to hear. We'll be back with Rock and Roll Jeopardy.